Okay, welcome. So today I want to offer some reflections about being in relationship with an ex-boarder. And I've received a, a question from a subscriber who's asked me a question about how to deal with someone who's very avoidant, pushing them away, how they deal with that. So I'm just going to talk a bit about being in relationship with an ex-boarder. Enjoy. So, um, it's Christmas as I record this, so really wishing you uh, a lovely Christmas and a new year and a very prosperous, prosperous year to come. So, um, yeah, I've been asked this question. So, a person's asking, my ex-partner is a boarding school survivor. We recently split up and I really miss them. I feel like they love me. But pushes me away. I'm wondering if I should just leave, give them space. So, yeah, I mean, I thought I'd just share some um, reflections about the symptoms of, you know, boarding school survivors. So, as Nick Duffel says, you know, the symptoms of boarding school survivors are varied and complex. Uh, they include difficulties in relationships and with parenting so this is something that we struggle with he also goes on to say the principal effect of boarding is difficulties with emotions you know this is not only something that is a survival tactic but also actively encouraged um, in the school and that's from wounded leaders page 278 i believe so this is the first thing is to know that the symptom is, you know, we struggle in relationships. Um, and he's going to push you away. This leads me to the second point, which comes, which is about attachment theory and this idea of securely attached people and insecurely attached people. Again, drawing this from the, this book here, um, attachment theory, Diane Ford Heller. She says that, um, People who are securely attached typically grew up with plenty of love from consistently responsive caregivers. So immediately, as an ex-boarder, we didn't get that. We didn't have caregivers who were there, and they certainly weren't responsive. We only saw them, you know, uh, three months out of, uh, of the year. What we are is what we're called avoidant attachment. And she says here, we're not just avoidant, we're um, insecurely attached. We might also be ambivalent or disorganized. So there's three forms of insecurely attached people. But what I've found in my, my work with people, probably about 80% to 90% of ex-boarders that I've worked with are avoidant, avoidant attachment. And I feel that that links into Nick Duffel's work of this idea of the strategic survival personality and the idea of the complier, which is one aspect. And in my work, I found, you know, 80 to 90% of ex-boarders seem to have been compliers. Uh, you've got about 10% who are rebels and then about 5% of the crushed, um, five to 10% crushed. So avoidant attachment. People with this attachment style have a tendency to keep intimacy at arm's length and to diminish the importance of relationships. They often were neglected so for me, boarding school is neglect. 
you have one house parent, possibly two, for 50 boys or girls. So they're neglected. So immediately for me, that kind of yeah, puts that into the, the, the idea that they're avoidant attachment. They were left alone too much as children. Nine months of the year were just being looked after by basically children. Rejected by their caregivers. Again, we were rejected. Or their parents weren't present enough. Or only present when teaching them some type of task. You know, so we had our teachers teaching us some sort of task. But most of the time we were left alone. Avoidance have disconnected. Put the brakes on their attachment system. So reconnecting to others in safe and healthy ways is extremely important. So this is really important here is to understand that as an ex-boarder, this person you're talking about, you know, he's avoidant, avoidant attachment. He's going to keep intimacy at arm's length. The most important thing is a willingness on the other person's part. You know, if you're in a relationship with an ex-boarder, they have to be willing to do the work. It's not easy. That's why men's circles that I run, I'm doing one, um, well, I do them every third Thursday of the month, or Nick Duffel's workshops, you know, where you, you join up, or there's the conference, the Boarding School Survivors Support Conference, uh, beginning of November every year. You know, these places where you meet up, you realize you're not alone. I think this is really important for us, you know. So reconnecting to others in safe and healthy ways is extremely important. Andy's man club, you know, men's groups, women's groups, so important that we start to reconnect in healthy ways. So he has to be willing to do that. And if he's not, you know, you've mentioned as well, he pushes me away so much. So the, the uh, to the point where he has blocked my number, you know, so... To, to notice right that putting the brakes on and then you go on to say uh, then once uh, I find a way to talk to him again he acts like he really loves me I mentioned in my video about um, being married to a boarding school survivor this hot and cold this you know I don't want anything to do with you oh I really need you you know because that was what was modeled as children we suddenly didn't have mummy and daddy for you know a few months at a time and then they were there and so this pull and push so this is really key they have to be willing to do the work next point is around Jung's work and Jung says you know the psychological rule states that when an inner situation is not made conscious it happens outside as fate so you know this is a really empowering way to look at it what's that within you why are you drawn to someone who is avoidant attachment you know, could that be that you are ambivalent attachment, which is more needy, clingy? And it's to see this as an opportunity to grow, you know. Ah, right. Why am I drawn to someone who just wants to keep me away? What's that within me? Seeing that when you, you heal that, then either it will make much more sense or you won't be drawn to that type of person, you know. And that's what I've often found in the, in the past. Um, if he's open to this, great, guide him to the books and to the podcasts, you know, that he can listen. I often find once someone reads Nick Stuffel's book, Wounded Leaders, 
for um, the making of them, more the making of them. You know, George Chavrin's book, Boarding School Syndrome, suddenly they're like, oh, and it, it opens things up. But there has to be a willingness to go, oh, yeah, I want to thrive in relationships. I want to feel love. I want to feel joy in my life. What I've often found with ex-boarders is that this zombie, we, we're not too up, we're not too down. It's just this flat line. And actually to ask that question, do I want to feel joy? Do I want to also feel alive? And that might mean tears and grieving. Um, Diane Paul Heller also says here, avoidance regularly experience approach stress. Even with people they love, they can feel anxiety when people physically approach them, probably due to being hurt by their primary caregivers or simply being left alone too much as a child. As a result, people with avoidant attachment can sometimes come across as cold, walled off, distant and even rejecting. So this is us. This is ex-boarders. Totally, you know. Um, and then you also ask the question, is there a way I can get him to open up and talk to me? Again, it's, you know, you can share your needs. Uh, I want you to speak. But. He has to meet you halfway. He has to go, right, yes, I'm willing to change. I'm willing to, to heal. Um, and then your final question is, how can I express my needs to him without him getting frustrated and giving up? Yeah, again, this is, this is not an easy one. It's like with my wife, she learned to be very gentle at the beginning. It's like to understand I was very fragile and I think as, as ex-boarders, one of the common struggles we have is being having things pointed out to us because at deep in our core, we feel we're not good enough. As Nick Duffel talks in uh, Wounded Leaders about betrayal, and he says that, you know, if it means so much to them and I don't like it, it must mean there's something wrong with me. So this is... I feel a key aspect of ex-boarders is that we feel we're not good enough. And therefore, when you are pointing things out, just, you know, be very gentle. You know, say this is my stuff or this is what I'm feeling. And again, as long as they they have to, you know, they need to be open to, to hearing this. Um, yeah, and then coming back to that thing, like what is that within me um so i think yeah those are just some ideas there really um of what you can do i think it's that willingness can he you know is he willing to look at his his stuff and then are you willing to look at oh what's that within me see it as an opportunity for growth and go oh wow this can really help me shift in this relationship or uh, relationships moving forward. So I hope that's of help and uh, yeah, uh, take care. Have a, uh, a wonderful Christmas and I will see you in the new year. Okay, blessings.